Hello, mamas. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me again this week. I am going to continue with the discussion that we started last week about our kids. We're going to talk today about expectations of our kids. I touched on it briefly on the last episode and the reality versus our expectations and how we handle it as moms. Are you ready? Think about it. What are your expectations of your kids? How do you handle it? And what's the reality of what we can actually expect from our kids? Okay, here we go. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. All right, mamas, welcome back. This month hits one year for Restored Mama. I am so excited to celebrate with you guys. It's going to be so exciting. I am so excited. I can't believe we made it to a year already. I did not see this coming. I mean, I did, but I didn't. Like, I, It seemed so far off into the future, and now it's here. We are going to hit 10,000 downloads, one year, and 100 episodes, all within the same month. So this is a huge celebration. I have some big stuff coming for you, mamas. So don't miss all the exciting things happening this month. It all kicks off next week. So don't miss it. Tune in to every episode because I have some awesome giveaways happening every single time. So you don't want to miss it. It's going to be so exciting, so much fun. And to be able to celebrate with even more of the community, celebrate even more with me, Come and join me in my Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash restored mama. I have it linked in the show notes. All the amazing, exciting, fun stuff is happening there. You're going to get some of it here, but the bulk of it is all happening there in the Facebook group. You don't want to miss it. Head on over, join the community, and be part of the insider group. That's facebook.com slash groups slash restored mama, or just click on the link in the show notes. Okay, we are diving on in today talking about expectations versus a reality. I want you to think about what your expectations for your kids are when it comes to chores, when it comes to their attitude, when it comes to the behavior, the way they behave outside of the house, inside of the house, the way they speak to you, the way they speak to others, and just them in general. Okay, think about your expectations of them. Now think about reality, their age, what you've taught them. Do they line up? Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. Think about how you expect them to behave. Have you put those expectations in place? Do they know your expectations? And is it something that's reasonable for their age and for the things that they've been taught? What about when you go out to the store? Are their expectations known? 
Have you made that very clear? Do you follow through when you set that expectation? They don't listen and then you just kind of let it go because you don't want to deal with it. Do you actually follow through when they don't meet your expectations for behavior? And the expectations that you have of them, is that realistic for their age? Like a two-year-old who has an attention span for like two seconds, it seems like, do you expect them to behave and listen and obey for an hour while you're grocery shopping? Or do you know that they might not listen a time or two during that hour because they are two years old? Because they do have a very short attention span and an hour is a long time to expect them to behave when it's something that they really don't enjoy, probably. Like very few two-year-olds enjoy grocery shopping. Now, my son, he really enjoys it because he thinks it's so much fun sitting in the shopping cart and looking at all the fun things and he gets to snack on things while we're there. So he actually behaves really well when we're grocery shopping and I can have high expectations for him while we're there. But what about yours? Is that realistic for yours? Not every kid is like James. He's actually very well behaved most of the time and I'm pretty blessed with him. So I do have high expectations for him but I know he can meet those expectations. And I know that there's certain situations that he can't meet some of those higher expectations. Like when we're grocery shopping, he does really well. So I can have those high expectations. There's other times where it's just not very realistic. And sometimes he is so tired, so worn out. It's been such a long day. If I try to push him and do an hour long grocery shopping trip after that really long day, I know I can't have those same expectations for him as I would if we were to go long before nap time and he wasn't tired and he wasn't hungry and he hadn't been pushed to his limits throughout the day. So think about the expectations you've set, if they're realistic for their age, if they're realistic for the situation, and if they're realistic for what they know, what they've been taught, and for the situation and time of day. Expectations do need to be fluctuated. Expectations need to be varied depending on the situation and depending on the age. I don't have the same expectations for my 10-year-old as I do my 2-year-old. So as you're thinking through the expectations and the situations and if they if your kids can meet the expectations that you have set for them, I also want you to think about the way you address it with your kids when they're not meeting those expectations. We're going to talk about today how you as their mom handles it. I can't tell you what expectations to have for your kids. Your kids are going to be different ages. Your kids are going to be different levels, different knowledge, different skills, and different patience levels and different attention spans than the other moms listening, than my kids. All of our kids are different. So you as mom needs to know how to set those expectations and how to make them realistic. I am going to give you some tools to be able to set realistic expectations for your kids and for you as mom, how to handle effectively when your kids don't meet those expectations. Okay, first of all, I want you to write down your kids and their ages. Next, I want you to think about, and maybe you haven't paid attention, so maybe you need to take a day before you write out any specific things. Maybe you need to take a day and just observe your kids so you can learn some of this stuff. But I bet if you really thought through it, you know. What are your kids' attention spans? All of them are going to be different. Even if you have twins and they're the same age, their attention spans And the expectations you have of those twins should be a little different because they're different people. So think about the attention span that each child has and write that down. Obviously, it's going to be different depending on the situation, depending on their exhaustion level. 
and depending on if that's something that they enjoy or not. So the situations are going to change. So your attention span time frame needs to be approximate and you need to understand that it is going to vary. Okay, so did you write that down next to your kids? So you have their your kid, you have their age, and you have their attention span approximation. Now, I want you to write down next to that, when do they most regularly miss the mark for the expectations that you have set for them? Is it during the grocery store shopping trip? Is it at home in the morning while you're making breakfast? Is it at dinner time when you're making dinner? Is it just before nap time? Is it right after they wake up from nap? Or maybe they maybe they don't take naps anymore. Is it sometime in the middle of the day when if they were younger, it would be like a nap time and they just maybe they just need a break. Maybe they just need some quiet time. Or maybe your kids go to school and it's when they get home from school. So think about the times where the expectations that you have for them are not met. Okay. And write down some consistent themes for those kids. Okay, now I want you to take some time and look through this. Do you see anything consistent? Do you see anything that kind of rings true for all of them? Is it when they're tired? Is it when they're hungry? Is it maybe when you are tired or in an irritable mood? And maybe you've set some higher expectations than you should because you are just a little worn out? and want more from your kids and aren't thinking through what is actually feasible. Or maybe it's always during the same time frame. Maybe it's always during the same situation. Now, are there any consistencies that maybe you can sit down and adjust a little bit? Do you need to adjust when you do those things so that way your kids can meet those expectations? Or do you need to adjust your expectations? Or do you perhaps need to do some training and some teaching with your kids so that way they can meet those expectations during those times? Because you can't change the time. You can't change the expectations. So maybe you need to do a little work with your kids so that way they can meet those expectations. So take some time, work through that, hash it out. And if your kids are old enough, maybe you need to sit down and talk with your kids and figure out why they're not meeting those expectations. Do they think the expectations are too high? Do they feel like they don't have the tools that they need to be able to meet your expectations? Or is it just not realistic for them in their season? And if they're old enough, then you can sit down and come up with some expectations that both feel like they meet reality. That is something that I want you to sit down and really take some time on. And if you need a little help to work through it, shoot me an email or you can book a coaching call if it's something that's a little bit more than what we can work through in just a quick email. Or come into the Facebook group and make a post and see what other people have to say about it. Maybe somebody else has gone through that same situation or something similar. Okay, as you work through that, I want to talk a little bit about how you handle it when those expectations haven't been met. What do you do? And does it work? Probably not. (laughs) Just speaking from experience, both personally and from many of the moms that I have coached and talked with. It's probably not working, and that's probably why you're in the situation that you're in. So how do you handle those expectations realistically? What can we do? First, you are going to set expectations for yourself. So you know there's going to be moments when your kids aren't going to meet your expectations. No matter how many times you work through what I talked about earlier, there's going to be times they don't meet those expectations. That's just reality, and that's an expectation you need to set for yourself you know it's going to happen. So what do you do? You got to plan this ahead. What do you do when those expectations aren't met and how are you going to handle it? 
I want you to write out three typical scenarios when those expectations aren't being met, how you handle it now, and what you can do differently next time. Hash that out, walk through it. And if you plan ahead and you have some option of how to handle it more effectively next time, and that's in the back of your mind, you have something to pull from when that situation happens. And you're not just winging it. You're not just going off of your emotions and your irritability or your frustration with your kids. You have something that you can go off of in order to handle this effectively and turn it into a good situation and turn it into something that can work out well. And maybe both you and your child can learn from it for the future. Okay, so you wrote out those three situations and how you could do it differently next time. Now, I want you to set those expectations for yourself. What are you going to do, no matter the situation? What are you going to do when your child does not meet their expectations? Some things that I think we should all do, no matter our child's age and no matter the situation, is pause. Even if you just need to count to 10 for a second. So that way we can think through how we're going to handle it instead of just reacting. I talk a lot about how to handle something, not just out of a reaction. Because when you react to something, it usually does not turn out well. Our reactions are knee-jerk reactions. Typically, it's based off of our emotions and how we're feeling in that particular situation and moment. Operating off of reactions, operating off of feelings, is not an effective way to operate, especially in parenthood. So one thing we should always do is pause. Either pray or think through some things quietly in your head, maybe count to 10, and then respond instead of react. How should you respond? You should respond with patience, with a question. You want to get your kids thinking. Don't just tell them how they should behave. Don't just tell them what they should be doing or what they did wrong. Ask them a question. Make them think through it. Ask them what their expectations were. Ask them what your expectations were. Ask them what they did wrong. And then ask them what they should have done differently. Now, sometimes they can't come up with an answer. And so you need to prompt them and help them, but they need to be able to work this through. Oftentimes with your help until they get used to doing this, because not not many kids are able to work through this on their own until they've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this with Georgia for a really long time, and she's just now starting to be able to walk through this. As I ask her questions, she can walk through it, but it's taken a long time. And for I still have to do some prompting questions sometimes. Like I'll ask her, what happened there? What happened in that situation to make you react the way you did? Oftentimes I'll get an, I don't know. And so I have to ask another prompting question to get her to really think about it. And then typically now that we've done this for a while, she's able to tell me what it was that happened, what she did wrong. And then we come up together with a way for her to be able to handle it better in the future. She still can't come up with a way to handle it better in the future on her own. She needs some help, but we're working through it and she's getting there and she's really making great progress. And now being able to pinpoint what it was that she said or did incorrectly, and she can oftentimes catch it before I even say anything. But it's because I've been asking these prompting questions instead of telling her, hey, that was wrong. Hey, you did that wrong. Hey, you should have done that differently. I ask her, how did that sound to you? Did that sound respectful? Did that sound like you were honoring your parents? Usually she says no. She knows. 
But I've gotten her from I don't know to her being able to figure it out on her own. And that is huge progress. Those are the main things that you need to do when your kids aren't meeting your expectations. You need to pause and you need to respond instead of reacting out of your anger, out of your frustration, out of your fear of not knowing how to handle the situation. Oftentimes, we start reacting because we're fearful of what the situation is going to bring or what you might have done to cause the situation, but you don't want to admit it maybe. Don't worry, you're not on your own. We've all been there. But it's fear or frustration or anger that often causes us to react instead of pausing, thinking through, and then responding out of love, kindness, and gentleness. Just like I said last week, to respond the way Jesus does with love, gentleness, kindness, mercy, grace, all of those responses instead of reactions. So if we can pause and we can respond instead of reacting, we can teach our children to start responding instead of reacting. And that is going to be huge in assisting them to be able to meet those expectations that have been set. So you are responding instead of reacting, which you need to pause first, that way that you can respond. And then you are asking questions and working through it with your kids instead of just telling them what went wrong and what they need to change. Get them to think through it. If they're thinking through it, changes are going to happen much easier. Don't do the work for them. Make them work for it. Okay, mamas, that's it for today. I've got a couple other wonderful things coming this week. And remember, starting next week, it's celebration time. We're hitting 10,000 downloads. We're hitting one year of Restored Mama. And we're hitting 100 episodes. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. All right, Mama, have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.